and we, we, we thought about it a lot and we looked at the options that were on the table and we determined that the problems that we face come down to the fundamental fact that housing is treated as a business and not as a right, as not, not as an inalienable right that every human should be entitled to. That was Nat speaking yesterday on the 22nd of April in Brisbane in a rally organised by SECURE, the South East Queensland Union of Renters, where speakers made demands of state and federal governments after an acknowledgement of country by Sam Warpry Wapson. Sam spoke of what it is like to be a renter in Queensland from personal experience by himself, his parents and his grandparents. He spoke of the consequences for Aboriginal people who are being kicked out of their rental homes. Let's go to Sam now and hear what he has to say. Can I talk about what a shame it is that on stolen land anyone doesn't have the basic necessities for what they need to live. A house, food, um, enrichment. It is an absolute shame. It's something that Aboriginal people never had um, and something that this, this system of colonial, colonialism has brought here. As we, we fight against injustice and exploitation and oppression, we also need to fight this whole system that causes those things. I've lived in rentals my whole life. Um, my parents were renters, my grandparents were renters, and I think I can say with a, with a bit of confidence and a bit of experience that renting is fucked. It's horrible. Going to look at homes for a place to live and you see 30 or 40 other people there, you know, doing rental applications for 20, 20 or so places before you find somewhere where you're, you're accepted. Moving into a place where the landlord can evict you or choose not to uh, renew your lease on a whim. Speakers that followed made these demands, that housing is a right and not a commodity. This was posed by a single mum who had been harassed and bullied by a landlord in rental accommodation for her two kids. He had insisted he have carte blanche access to the property where they were living. Let's go to that speaker now. And on top of the 30,000 houses that Albanese is talking about, that's only dependent on whether they win money on the stock market that they're going to gamble on. Stock Other demands made by the speakers were that the state government provide public housing which is affordable and accessible, that the federal government take away capital gains tax concessions and abolishes negative gearing for landlords, and that the state provide real assistance for the mentally ill, the marginalised and the poor. Let's go now to one of the keynote speakers, Jeff Rickett 
who was a member of the NTEU, the National Tertiary Education Union. It's totally justifiable and understandable for us to be targeting the landlords and the property managers and the real estate agents. But we need to understand that they are, they are just a particular face of the problem. And the problem is the market and the problem is capitalism. So, in a sense, it's as reasonable to target and blame the landlords and the real estate agents for their behaviour as it is to blame a sewer rat for its behaviour. In a sense, it's in the DNA of those creatures to behave like that. We need to go a bit deeper and understand what these forces represent. They represent a spectacular failure of the market. And we've seen that failure over the last 30 years in a whole range of areas, in energy, in transportation, in areas of health and areas of education, and more recently in areas of disability support services. Massive failures. The market makes profits. That's what it is designed to do. And it will do that very well, given the right opportunities. I want to quote from a trade unionist back in 1947. He was commenting on the housing crisis in the 1940s. He was the Federal Secretary of the Painters Union at the time. His name was Don Thompson. And he had this to say. After 150 years of controlling Australia's building industry, private capital has proved a failure. Now he was right then, and he would be right now to say those words now. Private capital does not serve our needs, never has, never will. Sadly, the demands made by the South East Queensland Renters' Union have fallen on deaf ears. At a time when developers and the state government are only interested in preparing for the Olympics, the Electrical Trades Union organisers and members provided solidarity and support as renters in South East Queensland gathered in the square before a march that took place and took people through the busy Queen Street Mall. Crowds cheered and gave genuine encouragement to the marchers, filming with their phones and some saluting in solidarity. Secure called for urgent common sense rental reforms to curb the housing crisis and give renters security in their own homes. It demanded an end to long-term rentals being used for short-term Airbnb accommodation and the prioritisation of the tenant's right to a home over the landlord's right to profit. This protest was a broad call for renters to unite in a struggle against real estate agents, landlords and the state that defends their profits at the cost of tenants' rights to housing. So let's go now to one of the secure organisers, Sian, and hear what she had to say. First of all, and many speakers have pointed this out, that, uh, it tells us that looking to politicians, uh, the real estate industry, 
or God forbid even landlords, uh, to do the right thing for tenants and genuinely solve this crisis is a dead end. Why would they want to end this crisis when they've done so well out of it? The only group that can genuinely act in the interests of renters is renters themselves. No one is coming to save us. No one is coming to end this crisis. And no one, it's not going to end itself. It's up to us, comrades. We're not going to find any salvation in Parliament or the real estate industry. But we can find it in each other. The power of landlords, that comes from their control of property and their backing in government. Our power comes from a different place. It comes from solidarity and collective struggle. Every improvement that working class people have ever gained has come because we fought tooth and nail for it. And it is no different today. The crisis we're in is caused by landlords and their supporters in Parliament, said Andrew, the current Secretary of the South East Queensland Union of Renters. We are in the midst of the worst housing crisis seen in decades, not because of a shortage of houses, but because landlords across the state are deliberately leaving thousands of houses empty and raising rents drastically. Renters need solutions that actually solve the housing crisis that can only be fought for and won by renters organised as a social and political force, which is what exactly what our Fighting Tenants Union is set up to do. Tenants are done with playing nice. And finally, let's have a listen to Luke Ellis, who is a, a member and activist from the Electrical Trades Union. His organiser was there present but he chose to speak about the crisis. We all know what politicians are like at the Clarence shit, yeah? Not real flat. So I might say partners, their friends, their business colleagues, because we all know they got businesses on the side. You can imagine what that number's going to look like, yeah? So, and again, don't sue me, I got this shit from the Brisbane Times. Between our, our Premier and our Deputy Premier, seven houses. Seven houses. And they think they can stand there not be hypocritical about housing policy. Give us a break. They don't care. We're not going to see change to housing through politics. But there's not a job site I go to as an organiser where housing doesn't come up in a job site meeting. And cost of living doesn't come up in a job site meeting. So this is an issue for all workers. And we're all workers. Let's not start pretending that politicians know what, know what we're dealing with. Because the politicians are the right. Cheers. One of the students at the rally told me a really terrible story about how she moved to Melbourne in order to study and she could only afford share accommodation and she ended up in a house of four bedrooms with bunk beds in each bedroom and there were 24 students being housed there. It was a slum and when the the list came up, they just all got evicted. In Australia at the moment, we have well in excess of 150,000 international students. Okay, some of them might have their own apartments, but many are suffering under these deplorable conditions. This is not something that Australia can be proud of. So let's go out with a song that is a favourite of mine at the moment. It's called Jolando, meaning crying. It is sung by Rebecca Del Rio and is from the movie Mulholland Drive by David Lynch. Yo estaba bien por un tiempo volviendo a sonreír luego a no 
Quedó llorando, 